Hey Fadies, thanks for listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and this is the second part of our Arcus backstory arc, in which we dive into the world of Skyland to see what everybody's favourite cloudy boy Arcus was up to before they got whisked away to Ison. This backstory series features Jules Daniel in their usual role as Arcus, and amazing special guests, uh, Troy Malcolm from the Season Quest podcast as Zeph, Arcus's overprotective best friend, and George Fenn as Fergus Squalor, Arcus's scheming, conniving, wealthy cousin. In these episodes, we are playtesting a game that I made up called D12 Go. The rules are still being amended as we play, but if you want to try it out for yourself, just get in touch and we will send you the playtest rulebook. You'll need a single D12 to play the game, so why don't you go buy yourself one from metallicdicegames.com. If you use promo code FATEOFISEN, you can get a tasty, delicious discount. Do it. MetallicDiceGames.com, promo code Fate of Ison. And one last thing before we recap the last episode, we have teamed up with awesome local Kiwi company Wayward Masquerade to do a giveaway of an absolutely gorgeous handmade dragon bag and dice bag. Seriously, you need to see this thing. It is so cute. I hope I don't win, because if I did, I might actually die. All you gotta do to get your hands on this sweet little dragon friend is to like and or follow us on one of our many social media accounts, those are all at Fate of Ison pretty much everywhere, and drop a comment about why this beautiful dragon should be yours. If you need more convincing, Jules has made an awesome video about the giveaway, which you can check out on the Fate of Ison YouTube page. Make sure you like Wayward Masquerade as well, because their bags are just chef's kiss. Okay, now here's the recap. Last time, we were introduced to the world of Skyland and the Kingdom of Castle Cloud. We learned of an annual event called the Breaching, during which creatures from another realm burst through and cause havoc and destruction. Arcus, a low-ranking member of the Castle Cloud royal family, was preparing to go breach hunting with Fergus Squalor, their wealthy and spiteful cousin, and Zeph, their overprotective lifelong friend. So on this first night of the breaching, you hear a range of different places you could go, and you choose as a group to visit Castle Cloud University. You venture through the various districts and suburbs that lead to the university, uh, which is just inside the sort of the, the central part of the city and the epicenter of where the breaches normally radius out from. And you find that the um, the campus has been completely evacuated in anticipation of the potential danger of the breach. So this is pretty standard protocol. Most highly dense populated areas get evacuated uh, when this happens every year. So it's sort of like a vacation for a couple of days for, for people who can afford to not be uh, stuck in these places. And so, yeah, this, this evacuated campus ground seems like a pretty good place for a first time out. There's many plain looking sort of cube shaped buildings for various purposes. There is a library, there are like blocks of classrooms, uh, lecture halls and one very large cube that serves as like a gymnasium and uh, an arena for large local events as well. I assume we should listen out for some kind of commotion or kerfuffle. Uh, both of them are funny sounding words so that's what we should listen for. Okay. Make a senses roll uh, and add any uh, specialties that you have that have to do with uh, listening out for kerfuffles. What are we rolling again, sorry? Uh, D12 and add your senses bonus and anything else that's relevant to listening. I've got a five. I could add my protection of others if I'm specifically looking out to protect Arcus. Hmm... Nah, we'll bend. The, we'll start bending the rules later on. <laughs> we'll be we'll be flexible later on. That's a five. Could could I use my um my weather magic to try and be successful in where uh, Fergus failed? I'm not going to let you abuse your weather magic skill <laughs> in that kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then uh, then I got a four. Okay, a so a five that um, Zeph got is a failure. So you just don't you just don't hear anything. You're too focused on, you just got this like loop running in your head of got to keep Arcus safe, got to keep Arcus safe. You're not really paying attention to your surroundings. Arcus got a four, which is a miserable failure. So which is the equivalent of like a natural one in D and D. So you fail and you get a negative repercussion. Right. I'm just going to say that in your attempts to like like you're, you're looking around with your eyes while trying to listen. 
and you're not watching where you're walking and you trip over and fall on your face and you look like a dick in front of Fergus. Um, I also rolled a three. Okay, you do the exact same thing. You both fall over together and you both look like dicks. Cool, like we're sneaking along like the courtyard and just bump smash into each other. (laughs) Not wanting to look like an idiot, Zeph throws themselves to the, I was going to say ground, but the Alimentus beneath them and uh, lies next to them. Oh, so you, you do like a commando drop, like, what's, what's the danger, guys? <laughs> what the- oh, yeah. <laughs> Throw myself down. I tried to pretend like I was it was intentional. I was like, yeah, no, coast seems clear now. I'm also pretending it was intentional, looking up. I, I feel like we should go to the library. There's some books mm. I would like to look at while I have the chance now that no one's here. Okay. Well, we just remember that this is about the breach, not satisfying any kind of other agenda. Right. Satisfying blood urge, of course. Sorry. You got look, I'm really subconscious about this breaching thing. I'm not you know, I'm not normally a confrontational person. I like to stay my distance and sort of watch people from afar, so I'm sorry. Right. I remember that from our childhood. This this isn't about the breach. This is about Arcus. We've got to protect Arcus. If that means do you think the library's safe? Do you think it's where we're going to find better breaching Creatures. Breaches. Cannon. Look, if there's anything, maybe we could find something to help us against the breaches inside the library. Knowledge is power. Alright, let's go to the library. <laughs> um, okay, you go up to the uh, the cube that you all know to be the library. It's a pretty basic uh, cubic square block structure um very uh, with very faint green electricity infused into the walls almost like a mossy effect like vines growing up the side wow this does really remind me of university an ivy league university library <laughs> a skyvy league um and... <laughs> skyvy league university in castle cloud kingdom Okay, that's the name of the university. It used to be Castle Cloud University. It's now Skyvy League. Okay, we are winning. We are winning. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, and you, you come to the the large double doors, and they are chained and padlocked closed. I have shape shifting as one of my abilities. Can I try and like I want to like turn my finger into a key? <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? I'll let you abuse this. This is fine. This is something you can do. I wondered how you would use shapeshifting because I'm not going to let you morph into shit. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that. That's okay. fine. Yeah, so you Just shape- a little bit. I, I figured I needed it for like getting through bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So roll your roll precision and add your your shapeshifting ability. Okay. Ten. So I rolled an eight and I have a one in precision and a one for my shapeshifting. Okay, great. Yeah, that is a questionable success. Uh, so you succeed, but um, it doesn't go quite according to plan. So you do manage to shapeshift your finger into a key and slide it into the padlock and you hear this click and you take the padlock off and the chains make a very, very loud echoing sound as they sort of fall slowly to the floor um, or to the ground. That like It's that chain, long chain running through metal sound for a long time like and you can you can rest assured everything heard you blind instinct immediately get inside open the door it's occurred to me that if there was a creature here it probably wouldn't be in a locked building but i also scurry through inside um, I gotta close the door before Zeph like gets in there. That of like pure instinct. Uh, I use my double axes to like hold the door open so I can get through. I guess doesn't really consider Zeph like an equal, so like he didn't think that it was important that he gets through the door, so he went to do it instinctively. When once he realizes his mistake, he's like, "Oh wait, no, yeah, I don't. It's not. It's not a hostile action." <laughs> I won't pursue the dice roll just because I'm used to it. Okay, so you are in the library. Yeah, what 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 are you doing in a library? Well, now we're in the library. Can we find 
the history section and look at Breach's past. Look, I don't know if you know this about Arcus, but I actually have a big cloud boner for history and religion. Um, <laughs> that water cycle. Okay, yeah, just make a brains roll and um, I'll see if you find something worth reading. So just an observation about this game system. Yep. So, for example, there are consequences for if we were to all roll for an activity, you know, that type of yep. thing. So it's actually probably not wise for us to all roll perception every time. No? Yeah, that's What's right. On there are there are um, rules that I've added for like teaming up or all doing a group roll, which if the narrative situation comes up where it's appropriate for you to work together for a singular goal, then I'll, I'll explain that. Um, but at the moment, you're all sort of doing your own things together. Mm-hmm. Um, I rolled a three. Okay, yeah, miserable failure. You root around for history books, and all you end up doing is just making a really big mess. Just books everywhere, and you find nothing useful, and you waste a lot of time doing it. Can I, using my uh, precision, be cleaning up after Arcus as we go? Like, putting books back where they belong, and just making sure that we aren't leaving the place in a mess, just in case somebody comes in to tell off Arcus and send them home? I'm just worried about him. I'll let you do that without rolling. You just like I just like the image of you just like scurrying along behind the mess, <laughs> like a Roomba. Uh, I think while Fergus is looking at and sort of the breaching uh, section, biggest uh, scholar is suddenly struck by a sense of curiosity and pulls out the wand that he stole from his father's magic lair. Realizes he doesn't know much about it, but there might be information in the advanced and the advanced uh, the postgrad section of of the library. So Arcus is going to, oh sorry, Fergus is going to investigate uh, the rare books. You know you know how that thing, you know how books is like real rare sometimes and they have them like locked up. Yep, uh, just make a brains roll and add any specialties that you've got that might help with that. Dark, uh, dark magic, dark arts? Yeah, yep. I got nine. Okay, uh, yeah, that's another questionable success. So you find what you were looking for, you find a book that will explain the, the power of your father's wand. Um, and since you do that, I'll actually, from now on, give your that wand a plus one. Every time you use it, you can add a plus one. Cool. But the book that you find is cursed, and you burn your hands, and you drop it on the ground immediately. The 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 book. Yeah, you're like you're reading it, and you go, "Oh, wand! Oh, this tells me a bit of it." Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, nice. And so it like sort of evaporates. My hands start like evaporating out into like a big like boil. Sure. Yeah, your hands are steaming. <laughs> uh, Fergus probably would let out a audible uh, tries to stifle their pain and, and be quiet. Okay. While you are all doing your various misadventures in the library, you all suddenly smell something sort of putrid like a a really nasty odor wafting in through the open door it's not nice to talk about it (laughs) it's wafting in not out (laughs) ah okay (laughs) do do we know them like (laughs) is it someone we know that's wafting into the room or (laughs) you you could roll senses i guess to learn more about the smell (laughs) I, i think i will Someone's been eating cloud beans. Nope, that's a five. Okay, fail. Yeah, you just go, oh, this is gross. Arcus, was that you? No. <laughs> like, Arcus, like, Arcus knows it wasn't, but also he's like, they're like, wait, did I? Not even. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, it wasn't me. Is there a dog? Wait. <laughs> I have terrible senses, guys. I'm not, if I roll, it's it's not going to do anything. I've got like zero. <laughs> I'm just going to punish myself. I can, I can spell this too. So I imagine I'm, I'm like I'm like sort of like behind like maybe like a room away from them, like beelines in like the secret section. Yeah. And I'm probably running out now, and I can smell the odor. Can I roll like a brains and potentially dark art to to maybe know what a smell of this particular uh, cloud botanical variety would be? Uh, so just to study the smell? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, like, do I recognize this from any... Uh-huh. Yep. You inhale deeply. 
<laughs> I cultivate the whiffing. So uh, this is would this be a brains one if I recognize it? Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow brains because census doesn't seem to be going that well for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're all sense deprived. Um, well, if I had my brains and my dark arts, then it's thirteen. Yeah, thirteen is, is, is a good success. It's good success. <laughs> good success. Okay, it's success. It's not questionable. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you. You study this smell, and it reminds you of uh, a time that one of your family's like guards or, or bodyguards or, or entourage went breach hunting a few years ago, and their clothes smelled of this as well. Mm. <laughs> Daddy's stab men. Are you what? Like Daddy's stab men. That smells just like those like Daddy's stab men. Which... Went to the breach to stab breaches. I like I shush you. <laughs> I um, like patting you. I'm like, okay, it's okay. We're we're he- we're in the library, in in the library, one of them, and, <laughs> and just. <laughs> I think Fergus has been like shushed in the library a lot because he gets quite excited in the library, which is very <laughs> Daddy um, and he snaps it off and he says, You can't tell me what to do! You're, you're not Mr. Stewart, the book, the book, the book provider? Aren't you excited? Isn't this what you came to the breach for? No, I came to fight! Then we must make like daddy's stab men and fight these breaches. I, I'm ready to fight. Just tell me what to fight, and I'll do it. Just stop yelling, Fergus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I feel like you know Fergus is, is quite excited. He's got the wand now as well, and he's very. Sh- sh- shall we move? Remember, remember, we talked about this. <laughs> we're, we're not being weird anymore. Not. Yeah. And I open the library door to leave because fuck it, there's nothing here. Okay. Are, are yeah. we moving towards or away from the smell? T- towards. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, since you are all now uh, focusing as a group on this smell, uh, and you, thanks to Fergus's knowledge, know that this is a breach-related thing, all of you as a group. Pick a nominee to, to be the leader in this, and uh, because you got two helpers who are help who are aiding, add a plus two for each helper. So whoever's rolling gets a plus four on sensing this smell. I have a negative one in senses. I don't nominate me. Uh, I nominate Zef. Uh, I have a negative two in senses. I know for a fact Arcus said they had a zero in senses, which is more than either of us. <laughs> okay, I'll do it then. Okay, so roll senses and you get a an additional plus four. And how how do you think you two would be assisting? I imagine Fergus and I am creating like a wind tunnel, so the smell is being directly wafted into Arcus's uh, <laughs> nostrils. Brutal. <laughs> My eyes are like tearing up. Uh, I rolled a nine. And so plus four, that's 13, if I can do math, maybe. Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's nice. that's a success. You identified that the smell is definitely coming out of the gymnasium. Guys. As you approach the gymnasium, you can see that the uh, just like the library, the large double doors are padlocked and chained. Um, but there are, you know, like gyms often have, there are very high windows, some of which are or seem to be ajar. It's time to... Get swell, boys, I say, and point towards the gymnasium. Fergus hates the gym and is very upset that we're here. Uh, he has horrible memories from sort of sort of compulsory physical education uh, courses. Uh, you know, Fergus is quite... Fergus is fine. Well, let us be quick. Let us breach whatever there is to be breached here and be on our way. I think I'm nervous but excited because I've always trained in the fields. Like, there's never been, like, the option of the university or the gym for me. So Zef's really excited to finally see what this gym is all about. Zef's first year experience. <laughs> I always assumed it was a cloud named Jim who just made you buff. 
<laughs> Sometimes it is. <laughs> Jim and I have a great relationship. Fergus has a terrible relationship with Jim. Fergus thinks Jim is mean. <laughs> Jim is mean, but he'll get results. Could I use, uh, could I use, okay, look, I feel like this is a legitimate weather magic thing to do because they're high up windows. Could I use my, like, agility and weather magic to cause a gust of wind to, like, blow us up towards the window? I will let you do that for yourself. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Later, fools. <laughs> All right, I'll try that. Oh, nice. I rolled a 10 and I said agility, right? Yep. Yep. Um, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14. Yep. Okay. Yeah, a success. You just casually yeet yourself up to one of these windows. Yeet. Um, and I'd say, you, yeah, you're able to like grab the ledge and, and pull yourself so you're perched up inside the open window. Yeah. Can I, I, I look, can I look at... I'll just see what's happening inside. Yeah. So uh, inside the gymnasium, so you see standard large gymnasium fair, like the the elementus equivalent of like a polished wooden floor with markings on it for kids to run back and forth doing the beep test and other torture that they make children do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and you all, but what you what you see that obviously stands out is a large uh, misshapen like steaming yellow puddle in the middle of the floor oh someone went <laughs> and marching around it in, like going around the perimeter of this puddle as if guarding it um, are two small creatures that have like rat like facial features on like humanoid type bodies with, with arms and um, torso on top of a rat body so think rat centaurs I, I love okay. them. Oh, and yeah. they, the two of them are carrying tiny spears. And as I said, they're sort of marching in time around the perimeter of this puddle like they're guarding it. Ooh. Now, just in terms of us being cloud demons, can we levitate or float or like change our consistency into vapors to rise naturally or not? Well, Arcus was able to do it because they gave themselves appropriate skills to do that. <laughs> I have no build training in just for just such an occasion. That's because JD is all hot air. <laughs> hey, uh. it's all gaseous. <laughs> um, yeah, so Arcus is perched on this ledge and can see the scene. What are you all doing? I could go in right now, but... <laughs> I said, two rat people, two, two, two rat sentinels, you say? Oh, yes. Yeah. Can we go around the front set? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I've got axes. We should be able to get in there. Unless they require, like, money or a pass. Because I don't have, like, a membership or anything. Oh, actually, I've got my university card. This will get us in. <laughs> You just like show your you show your ID to the lock, and the lock is unresponsive. <laughs> Blast! So Troy, did you want to try and use your axes? I sure did. I wanted to try and axe my way in there. Okay, um, make a brawn roll and add your skills or your specialty of um, what? What dual you, wielding? Dual wielding your axes. There you go. Oh. I, I rolled a two, plus three, plus two, so plus five, that's seven. Seven is a failure. So what you do is you, you smash at this chain and lock with your double axes, thinking that you're hot shit, and all it does is make a loud clattering sound and hurt your arms, and Arcus can see these two rat centaur creatures like stop at attention and stare at the door, that stare at the inside of the door. Well, maybe they'll open it for us. I don't know. We're on the other side of the door, so we can't see what Arcus is seeing. Yep. Is, can we, like, peer through the keyhole? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say you can. Yep. Yeah, cool. Sure. I won't um, make you roll for it, because um, that's senses, and you all suck at that. So um, to save the drain on time, yeah, you peer through the keyhole, and you get an obscured view. I, I'd say you don't see the stinking yellow puddle, but you do see the rat centaurs. 
Mmm. Okay, cool. I uh, say Zeph from like, there's two of them. Eight legs. That that doesn't help us get in there though, Fergus. Four hands. Ah, well in that case. <laughs> That's a whole different um, story. I, I could try again. I, I could go for like a, like really wind up these axes and just go for it. Yeah, so Arcus, you you notice the um, the rat centaurs like slowly and carefully walking towards the door now, and uh, Fergus, if you're still looking through the keyhole, you see them coming closer as well. If, uh, I said as if maybe if we get them to attack the door, then we could get a surprise attack as soon as they go through. You know, we could get like the upper hand. They're very small. They're the size of rats. So they're the size of rats. Yes. So the chances of them actually harming the door is pretty slim. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Okay, great. Um, Are these even dangerous? I think we should try and be friends with them because I want rat centaurs in my life. That's yeah. all I have to say. So, so um, they're half half man, half rat, right? Yes, but with like rat-like facial features. Hmm. Cool. Do we okay. do we know what these creatures are? You know that they are definitely breach. So they've definitely come mm-hmm. from another realm. Mm-hmm. The only way you would know what they are or anything about them is if someone you know has had experience with them, or if you've read about them in a book. Hey, how how did your family members graphically die, Dev? Ah, oh, well, there, there's been a few family members. They've all died in different ways. Uh, oh, I'm trying to recount the tales my mum used to sing to me. Tiny spare wounds, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that Uncle Nimbus did go by tiny little spare wounds and little bitey teeth marks. Uh, rat, I always thought it was ramen that killed him, but maybe it was rat men. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what information you want from me. I, I don't have a way of killing them. I, uh, he died. Uncle Nimbus <laughs> died. I don't have some sort of their weakness or anything. Okay, Arcus, you see that you see the rats have reached the door. <laughs> I I just like I tap on the window <laughs> to get their attention. Uh, okay, yeah, they hello. they turn away from the door and they look up at this cumulus sitting in the window and they raise their spears, but there's nothing they can do from here. I wave and I would like to use my general affinity with nature <laughs> to try and be nice to them. Okay, before you do that, Troy, were you going to try the door again? Uh, I, I, I was, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, you can try try attack the door again. So they've, they've turned their backs to oh. you now. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I, I, I rolled a one. Plus three, plus two, so that... Uh, I rolled a... Yep, yeah, yeah, that's a six. So still a failure. Good. Yeah, six. Fix is a failure. Yeah, so you just like smash at the door again with your axe and it just rattles your uh, your arms. And Arcus, you notice the rats turn back to the door, so they turn face away from you. So they're basically getting turned in all directions. Uh, they're very disoriented and confused by all these different interruptions. Can I try to hack the student council lock with my student ID that would normally register my student ID? Can I try to hack it with the wand and lightning magic to reprogram it? Yes, absolutely, do that. Please, someone open this fucking door. <laughs> Pull out the snake, uh, which I, I learned in the book. It's, it's, the, the, it's, a, it's from a different world without the clouds. <laughs> Entirely cloudless snake world. Uh, crazy concept. Where, uh, there's, there's just clouds. Uh, there's just snakes, but they're all lightning snakes. Uh, the book mentioned that that might be the source of where all lightning comes from and I, I, I uh, say um, beep beep me and my dark arts and my and my brains I assume with the wand uh, if you're if you're trying to work the lock uh, I'd call that precision okay cool I got a 13 13 is a success you manage cool. to du- dark magic this lock until it sort of sizzles and then just clicks open. Uh, I wanted to reprogram it to accept my student ID. That's what I was doing. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. It in that case, it doesn't click open. This this yeah this green light lights up and then like a little laser as if like a, a barcode scanner appears on the bottom of it. 
and you scan your student ID and a voice says, Welcome, Fergus Squalor. <laughs> then the lock opens and the chain releases and the door yeah, swings great. open and you see two rat centaurs ready to strike. One more swing, I'd have had it. <laughs> um, can I jump down into the gym? Make an agility roll just to see how successfully you jump down this relatively tall height. Eleven plus one is twelve. I got a twelve. Yep. Success. You just yep drop down yeah. uh, like Catwoman, just very lithe and very um, nimble. Superior pose. <laughs> okay, and now the three of you are in prime position to have some kind of combat situation with these two rat centaurs. Um, the way combat works in this game is there's no initiative. Uh, it's it's more narrative based, so we all just decide together who acts and what logically would follow and attacking things is an opposed action so the attacker rolls and the defender rolls as well okay who acts i, I want i have two acts <laughs> get out of here troy <laughs> <laughs> i want to hug the centaur rats okay i want to use my hug are you going to hug one of them or hug both of them, um, which would uh, you'd be able to do at a, uh, a minus two? Can I try to discern which one looks to be more of a leader in the other? <laughs> I'd, I'd say they both look of the same station to you. We'll say there's a grey one and uh, like an orangey browny one, which is a colour you've never really seen before. Oh, well, I'm not going to base it off of colour. Um... <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I'll, I'll hug them both, you know. All simple rats matter. Okay, and you're so you're trying to alter their minds, I guess in this case. Yes. Okay. So so you're going to you're trying to you're trying to bond with them. So make a bond roll and okay. add your hug skill. <laughs> and take a mind. Okay, I roll a 7. And take a minus two. I got seven, and my uh, bond is plus two, and my hug is plus one, so I got eight. Yep. Okay, eight. And so the two of them, uh, I'm going to get them to roll together to, I guess, defend their minds against your your hug attack. <laughs> so yeah, what you're trying to do is sway them, and we'll see sure. if you manage to sway them or not. They get a four. They don't have any applicable skills to add to that. So um, you are between one and three above them, so you get a questionable success. So you manage to hug the two of these rats in quick succession. They look at you as if you're possibly a friend. They're confused, but this is only going to last a very short time before they snap back to their senses. A lot has happened. Quick, guys, be friendly to them. <laughs> yeah, so I would say that they are not going to attack anyone immediately with with that result i'm so torn i have great animal handling and knowledge which i could have and should have used already but i also <laughs> feel like arcus could be attacked at any moment so i kind of want to just go in blunt and blade in hand and just attack them both you're gonna like just do the opposite of what i'm doing not gonna try and work together with me your your age-old friend <laughs> And leader, <laughs> I'm twenty-sixth in line for the throne. Look at me, I'm the captain now. <laughs> look at me when I'm talking to you. Don't look away. Look at me. Look at me in the eyes. Look, you're an ear. We're all ear, Arcus. We're all ear. <laughs> uh, I, I suppose I'm going to use my animal handling and try and befriend the rat men centaur creatures for now don't say it like you don't want okay, to okay both of them at once or what you want to have one of them oh right oh <laughs> mechanic wise right i'm like why would i choose to be friends with just one i one of my best friend the other one's my enemy much like our group dynamic <laughs> no no yeah i suppose i'm going to try and befriend them both Okay, so make a bond roll with a minus two. 
Uh, my bond is plus two, so that evens out. So that's five plus my animal handling knowledge. Yep. So that's seven, which is a okay. failure. Uh, no, this is an opposed action. Um, oh. So, oh, so you're their, right. their, resu their result will determine how it goes. So that's a seven. Uh, and together they... Um, I would say <laughs> that they're going to take a minus two because they are already sort of under Arcus's influence. So they are more, <laughs> they are more prone to agreeing to your friend uh, your friendship. Uh, well, they got a 12 minus two, ten. So they actually have success over you you try and befriend them uh but in the process you have a, a moment where you're like i don't think this is actually a very good idea you doubt yourself and now you want to fight and they want to fight yeah that's how most of my friendships start you actually pissed them off by trying to convince them to be friends when they were already considering it i i got them down on all fours <laughs> like come here little rat men <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so much so That's that you, me. the um the grey one is again going to just lunge at you, Zeph, with its little tiny spear. It's kind of cute. Uh, yeah. And it gets a total of six. So uh, how would you defend against that? I'm going to use my axes to try and like block that action from hitting me. Okay, so I guess that would be brawn plus your axe skill. So that is a three plus five, eight. You actually, in doing so, it tries to attack you. You block it with your axes and you harm it for one damage, which is this creature's limit. So you actually kill it in your defense or you at least make it unable to combat anymore. Oh yeah, I definitely accidentally stood on it while trying to move out of the way. Yeah, so the gray one just goes <laughs> under your feet. Yay! Um, I think Fergus at this point is going to sort of be inspired by their heroics. Um, pull out his father's uh, unwieldyly ceremonial sword. And, you know, obviously uh, Fergus, Fergus, while not being particularly uh, strong or fast, uh, has, you know, a sort of a noble, uh, you know, fighting is very important in his family. It's sort of seen as a very high prestige uh just happens that Fergus doesn't have the family family trait, but he's gonna try to try to prove himself against uh, against his uh, self worthiness in this moment and an attack and strike forgo his uh, magical crush and yeah uh, spear swing his the big sword he's gonna do that and he's gonna make an attack using his um, precision and jewelry. If you're going for a precise strike, then yep, I guess you'd use precision. Otherwise, it's going to be brawn. Yeah. You have to be pretty precise with how small they are. Yeah. <laughs> going like, you know, I'm going for a sort of a, sort of a I'm going for a lunge, one one big lunge. Yep. A rapier technique with a bastard sword. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should roll brawn if it's the type of sword then. Yeah, if you have the big sword, let's let's make a judgment call and say brawn. Yeah, because if it was a dagger, it would make sense if it was precision. Or, yeah. Yeah. Oh! I got an 11! Woo! All right, so this this rat centaur with the brownie orange fur is going to just try and dodge out the way. It's got a plus one to quick, mm -hmm. uh, which only ends up being a total of three. So you're 11 over three. You are eight more than it. So uh, that is... Holy cow, it receives three damage, which is three times its limit. You absolutely obliterate this rat centaur with your sword. I would say you swing it so roughly that it just turns into a, a red mist. Which again is probably a colour you've never really seen before. No, this is good. This is what this was what was supposed to happen. We're supposed to be fighting things and killing them. This is what I wanted. Are you are you ready to go home, Marcus? We've 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 breached, we've gone against breaches. You're ready to go home, right? Just have a vomit in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I walk off to the side and I <laughs> I throw up a little bit. And then I come back and I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm ready. This is this is correct. Um, you hear a sort of like a, a like a weird splashing kind of sound. Oh, no, I stepped in it. <laughs> <laughs> Not squelching. <laughs> yeah, no. 
And as you look uh, in, like further into the gymnasium, back at that yellow puddle, it's it's sort of sloshing itself around backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards, building up into like a like a big yellow viscous kind of wave, and then it grows up and up and up into a very large, so maybe elephant-sized, amorphous yellow stinking blob. Oh. Is this the thing that smelled bad? It's very definitely the thing that smelled bad. Like right now you'd be gagging on the smell. Um, uh, let's with, attack, attack, attack. Combined weather magic strike? Could, could we, yeah, could we work together for an attack? Yeah, yes you could. If you work together, so that's a plus two for every helper to the one person's main action. Uh, and that would be all three of you forfeiting having, like, um, or oh, sorry, two people forfeiting having their turn in order to make uh-huh. one person's turn stronger. I do get a plus five on attacks because of my plus three brawn and plus two dual wielding, but I've not rolled a successful roll yet. So you're, t- you're due. It's time. <laughs> you're right. Uh, it, attacking the, the ooze? If it's a giant ooze, are you sure you want to engage it in um, melee? Me- mm. melee? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I have the weather magic. I could lightning strike it. That might be a good idea. It is a liquid. What if you... What's your agility like, Zeph? Do you think you could distract it, maybe? Oh, I, I'm I'm a pretty good distraction. I wouldn't say I've got good agility, no, but I'm willing to be a shield for Arcus. Mm. In your moment of group indecision, it blobs its way no. closer to you, and it throws out a uh, like a long yellow tendril. At uh, let's see, I'm going to pick one of you at random. So one to four, that's Fergus. And then uh, Zeph, and then Arcus. That's a one. So it's going to throw out a, um, a tendril of yellow stinkiness at Fergust. It gets a total of nine. Nine. Cool. Yep. Um, can I defend with dueling and precision? Um, I would say if you're trying to dodge out the way, it's more of an agility. Or if you're trying to receive the attack with your sword instead of your body. That would probably be more precision, but then you would, I would say, story-wise, you'd lose your sword in the process. Yeah, I think Fergus is going to be very overconfident. He's going to hold his sword out and um, use that to sort of, like, just going to go, oh, gone! Swing his, swing his sword in again. No, just try to strike it in a way to disrupt it. Okay. 11. Nice. Uh, okay, so uh, in doing so, you actually managed to successfully attack its long stinking tendril um with your sword and you lose the sword but it loses one limit point uh you, great. you have you have managed to harm it in your defense great i scream out and uh fergus's face drops as you say his father's ceremonial sword just get completely yeah. like, melted it gets like absorbed like... and it sizzles into nothing like like you dipped it in acid yeah does it like help remain sure why not like that... is it like cleaned off the top like yep. Like, as as proof of what you did to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> okay, uh, Zef, do you want to ha- uh, help me fight back? Uh, yeah, sure. Mm. If, you feel, if you're willing to use your weather magic, I'll, I will protect you and help you in any way I can, Arcus. Love me. Alright, I've got... <laughs> I've got bow and arrows. So I, I take my bow and I take the arrow and I aim it at the blob and attach my weather magic to it to like lightning arrow. Okay, so that that's precision plus your uh, magic. Cool. Uh, it's going to try and go amorphous and just change its body to not be in the way. Seven. Seven. Total of seven, okay. Is that with my help? Troy, how is Zeph helping? Did narratively... I am lifting Arcus into the air so that they've got a better vantage point and are able to direct their weather magic from a better angle. Okay, I could get you to roll brawn for that, but instead I'll just say, yeah, sure, you lift, you're, you're very practiced at doing whatever Arcus needs. So yeah, you, you pick them up and they get a plus two to their attack. Cool, so that would be nine. And it gets a, to go amorphous and get out of the way, it gets an 11. Dum dum. 
So yeah, you fire your magic and it dodges out the way. And so the way that limits work in this is it's not necessarily all physical harm. It's just how much you can take before you have to stop. So it's physical harm, emotional harm, uh, stress, like morale loss and things like that. Um, Uh And so since um, you missed it and you saw Fergus lose their sword as well, you're starting, you have a moment of extreme doubt where you think like, I shouldn't have done this. I like I've made a huge mistake. Oh, clarity. Yeah, I can't continue and you lose that one limit point that you've got because you're such a squish. Uh, and you're not unconscious. I'd say you fall you fall to your knees and you're useless until somebody fixes that for you. I have a panic attack and I start disassociating <laughs> in the middle of the gym. Just in the like, gym. Just like high school. Just like high school. <laughs> well, I, I suppose I, with my two axes, seeing Arcus go limp, is, am going to run at this yellow liquid with my two axes like an idiot, but I'm going to swing them both and try and attack it. Okay, make an, uh, an attack with your axe, and it's going to try and dodge out the way. Ooh, I rolled a 10, plus 5, so 15. 15, nice. Okay, and it only got a 12. So you are more than three over it. Um, it takes one damage from you, from your axes. And your axes don't get damaged in the process, but they do just sizzle a little bit. Excellent. I, um, knew, I knew I got good axes hand me, handed down from my dead uncles. Yeah, Your axes carve like a big gash into it that, that does fill back up because it's essentially a liquid, but it like lets out like a horrible screeching, squealing sound as you do. It's very clear that you hurt it. Would... Fergus like to do anything um or actually Arcus Arcus I will explain that so once per in-game day our characters can self-heal um with a brawn roll so that's sort of just like the grit of just getting yourself back into the game oh yeah or others can heal you with either depending on the setting you're playing in because the game is open setting you can sort of do whatever you want that you know using potions or med packs or first aid kits or whatever um, using a bond roll so like if you yeah, wanted I'm gonna, to i'm gonna try and antagonize arcus uh back into the fight <laughs> trying to bully them to ha- back into having like their morale returned yeah i'm mad with power after just having this survey thing in my father's sword i like it this is definitely a bond roll yeah i'm panicking there cool and i'm using my menace uh specialty nice get back oh, up was- arcus get back up you worthless yeah. mudblood <laughs> Um, uh, my bond is three, um, so I got 15. Woo! Nice. I'm like, you're a disgrace to the family and the strenuous connections that bind us together. I'm furious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, healing someone is an unopposed action, because obviously you're not going to be like, don't heal me, unless you want to be like, I don't want to be healed by you. Um, <laughs> so a 15 plus is a, is like the best tier of rolling you could possibly do uh, where if Arcus was uh, a character with lots of lim- with a high limit they would have recovered four they would have recovered four from that amazing attempt at getting them back on their feet <laughs> but I only got one but instead your max is one so you get back one um, but yeah you are back in the game <laughs> okay 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 I'm here I'm present and I'd say you've all had a, a turn since the, this creature's last thing so it's now going to try and attack you all as a group so it sends out three tendrils and it's going to get a minus four because um, it's attacking two additional creatures beyond the first so three tendrils come out for a total oh nice roll that is a 15 minus four it gets a an 11 since you're being attacked as a group you can either choose to nominate one person to defend and just that number represents all of you or you can all individually roll against that 11 does anyone have a good agility score no i have one. Ooh. Sh- shall we all roll separately or shall we roll together like help each other um brad how many uh limit points do i have uh three plus brawn right with a minimum of one yeah cool um so i've got two how many do you have Troy? i have six which is the maximum amount of limit points you can have wowee Troy's a beast yeah he's a horny boy look i've been bullied all my life by arcus i've grown thick cloud that's thick with four c's cloud with two (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I think I think Fergus is definitely going to devote their energy to making Zef look like a better dog. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess, I guess, Zef, would you, would you, would you want to jump in front of this potentially uh, party wave attack? Yeah, I would. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will use my protection of others, which does give me plus three to a roll, and I will try and get in the way between this puddle and my friends who don't want to get puddled. Okay, so in that case, um, narratively, it makes more sense that instead of three attacks happening to the three of you, uh, Zeph is now receiving the brunt of three attacks, which could be potentially disastrous, uh, depending on how you roll. And can we also, like, add to Bond, like Fergus and I? Yeah, am I getting helped by them? Like, are they holding me in place? Like, I'm behind him and I'm like, I believe in you. I would say no, because it's already taken a minus two for each of its targets. Uh That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're rolling against an 11 Troy uh, for Zeph to receive three wallops of stinking yellow acid. Oh yeah, I I am tanking it right now, like in a good way. (laughs) Uh, That is a six plus three plus three. So that's a 12. Brawn, protection of others. Yeah, 12. Okay, so it had an 11. The loser receives one damage for each of those attacks so it receives three damage from uh describe the way that your defense of your friends kills this yellow ooze creature oh kills it oh <laughs> just trying to imagine how my cloudy body can have I, I don't absorb the liquid it doesn't hit off me back i i maybe it's like an ice sheet or like sort of incredibly dense or something Right, I maybe just squish them. Sit on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of blow it back at itself and try and have this puddle kind of nobody likes splashback. Have this puddle splash back and sizzle itself into non-existence. I don't know. And maybe your friendship forms a, a, a sort of a metaphysical shield. <laughs> If you do have protecting others as that, maybe this is like that manifestation of yeah, like yeah. this yeah. friendship. Yeah. Friendship okay. is not magic. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, throw you, <laughs> I'll throw you this. So you throw your body in the way of your two friends who do have proven lightning and weathery type abilities. And as the brunt of this attack hits you, their natural magical abilities just combine with your brawn. And so it sort of hits a shield of lightning and dark magic and it sizzles against it and then just it turns to like a darker shade of yellow and then just drops uh, i use my cloudy x to like conduct it you know because i'm the conductor between <laughs> it's like when you're on a trampoline and then you get off the trampoline and you go and touch someone and it's <laughs> static electricity um i had a thought brad if if you know if lightning is such a large part of sort of the the, the world ecology wouldn't theoretically dark magic be the the like sort of negative manipulation of that lightning sure why not <laughs> let's let's make that part of uh like i think it's still lightning like all the other magic is but it's like darkening it's evil <laughs> like dark lightning black lightning yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. superhero isn't yeah. it oh uh, yeah 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 so we will we'll end it there for uh for, for now so uh, what do you guys think that your characters would do in the aftermath of clearing out this gymnasium of these three creatures? Do you think you would like keep going or do you think you would like go home and rest for the night and see what the next night brings? Or like, what, what do you think you would do? I would do whatever Arcus tells me. I'm ready. I've proven myself tonight and I'm weary, but ready. It's a good job. You deserve a bicky, definitely. You've got to keep the sugar levels up when you're mm, battling, mm. you know. Uh, I, I want to have, like, a little, like, I feel, I still feel bad about the centaur rats just because they got, like, stepped on. <laughs> um, so the one that got stepped on that wasn't, like, demystified, could we give it a little shoebox burial <laughs> outside the gym? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, make a quick b- bond roll just to see how, like, oh, funeral service goes. I would chuck it off. Oh, I mean, I would chuck it off the side of the... Yeah, that's so far away. Chuck it off the side of the miles and miles away. But um, if you want to like keep it in a box and take it with you to like for the next time you go to the outskirts. 
Yeah, I pick up the rat centaur and I put it in a little shoebox, as all gymnasiums have, and I give it to Zeph. And I'm like, here, this is for you to hold. Um, just to, just for clarification, is it the grey one that Zeph stepped on, or the brownish uh, orange well, one that Fergus like Fergus obliterated with a sword? No. I mean, that doesn't exist anymore. It's red mist is what you <laughs> yeah, said. True. So yeah. it's the first one. It was all over the sword yeah. and the sword got burned and like destroyed the metal. <laughs> it, it doesn't exist. There's no trace of it. Like I feel bad and I would have buried it if it was around as well, but it wasn't a favorite thing. It's just that this one body has to uh, symbolically <laughs> has to resemble I, I, I don't know about you guys. I know Fergus is wearing a big black cloak, but I don't, think i'm wearing clothes but i fashion a sort of pocket out of my midriff and pop the uh shoe box holding the dead rat i squished and just kind of <laughs> slide it down into my it into myself to deal with later um i just try to be like may i hold the the rat box <laughs> you, it's okay oh. i've got lots of pockets in here i pull out of my robe and there's several large Wouldst uh, thou take a fun. gander in my rat box? <laughs> I take the rat box, please. You want me to give it to Fergus? No, 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 no. The opposite. But I want it. <laughs> and that is why you can't have it. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, Arcus. I'll protect this rat box with my lives. Th- this this puts a very macabre spin on what Arcus does with rain. <laughs> and. <laughs> eyes and maybe that's why you identified with rain so easily because it, it <laughs> yeah, reminded... i was like felt bad yeah it reminded you of the time that that your friends murdered two similar things but you felt compassion for them anything jd feels compassion for i usually try and murder <laughs> okay yeah so so do you think after you deal with the rat box situation um that you would continue this night or would you like do you think that you would go back and regroup and sort yourself out and prepare for another day. Um, I don't, uh, Fergus at this point realizes that he can't replace the sword uh, and he won't be able to sneak back in and replace the sword and the the wand right now. Um, So Fergus is actually panicking and considering not going home and just staying out. We can go from dusk till dawn. I've paid for my mum to go away, so... (laughs) <laughs> or we, we could go back to the farm and regroup. Where have you paid for your mum to go to during the break? Just, she's just, a legend. Just to the edge. She's she's standing at the edge of our world, stopping cows from being thrown over. Any cows that are being pushed towards the edge, she's taking them back to the farm, but in her own time and not in danger's way. Oh, so that's why you're... That's good that I gave you the rat, because you're going there anyway. <laughs> Later, yeah. You leave Skyvy League University and go... Uh, back to Zeph's farm. Is that what's happening? Yeah, for now. Mm. Oh, wait, in the gymnasium, um, just just checking before we leave, um, is there, like, any, like, uh, fancy gymnasium equipment? Is there, like, a storage room in there? You take a rope. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Are there, like, personal public lock? Oh, is there um, where's Coach Jim's office? Are you f- yeah, it's it's very easily identifiable. Coach Jim is is a bit he's a bit arrogant. He he thinks he is he's hot shit. So he makes sure that his office door is very easy identified. It's got a it's got a like almost like a Hollywood star on the door saying like Coach Jim, like you are in the presence of Coach Jim. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, that big puddle that was on the ground that's like disappeared now entirely, right? Uh, no, it, it, tur- it it darkened a little and it turned into a solid. So it's still there, but it's. It's clearly not a like stinking yellow puddle anymore. Does it smell bad? There's a residual smell, but it's not giving off a smell anymore. Yeah, See, cool. I, I assumed that was the breach portal, but then it attacked us. Mm. Now mm-hmm. I'm not sure what to think. And with a brains of negative two, I'm not going to try and figure it out. <laughs> mm. Um. Okay, cool. Can I come up with a prank to play on Coach Jim to pick off next time words? Yeah, definitely. Maybe we'll pick off next time at the farm, and then I I can say the prank that I did. Okay. The, yep. Yeah. If you, yeah. Time. If you just give yourself some homework of coming up with a prank for Coach Jim. Yeah. Cool. Great. Thank you. Then next time we meet, uh, we'll we'll hear it. Yeah. Great. 
Uh, I would like to raid some lockers while we're here, just, you know, just in case there was one good thing I could take. Okay, uh, yeah, I'd say that, yeah, you easily find a bunch of lockers and you can just bust them open if you want to, cause some wanton destruction and blame it on quote unquote, oh, there was the breach monsters. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I've got like a lot of pent up aggression at not ever being able to use the gym and I'm really confused. So as soon as I find whatever they run the beep test on, I was going to say a tape, but whatever the beep test is run on, I'm just going to run back and forwards like nobody's business blowing away the competition Wait, um, can we do like breakfast club but we stay overnight have a like crazy gaping meaningful sleepover in the gym if you want to it's up to you guys we'll um we'll decide uh, i mean you can decide that between you and yeah next time you've we will have done a prank on coach jim Stayed the night in the gym if you uh, if that's what you all decide, and Zeph would have found themselves a few uh, useful items from people's lockers. And uh, Troy, if you inspire me enough with the items that you find, I'll let you have one of them at a plus one. Ooh, okay. I, I'll think about it. What can I find from these cloud demons at a university gym? Cool. Yes. So yeah, uh, for listeners, uh, items in this game are purely narrative. They're just so like, if you've got a skill of sword fighting, you give yourself an item of a sword so you can use that skill. But if, uh, if there's a good narrative reason for having, uh, an item be better than other things, then yeah, you, um, you can apply a a bonus to it. Like we just gave Fergus a plus one for the wand that he learned more information about. Snack wand. Education is important. Does my rat box have any bonuses? (laughs) No. Plus one to being a dead rat in a box. <laughs> it's gross out factor. I'm not going to answer any questions about your rat box. <laughs> See a medical professional for any side effects. I also would really assume that, like my di- the my daddy's stab men would probably be still out this year as well. So they might be out there as like a, a looming threat. Oh yeah, I mean. Guaranteed, you uh, you would all know that you are definitely not the only people breach hunting. Like mm-hmm, there, there'll be people out in groups, and there's probably like militia and people who've done this for 30, 40 years. You know, like veteran breach hunters are probably out there somewhere too. And I mean, next session, I'm probably going to recount one of these songs that my mum used to sing me about how one of my family members died during the breaches. I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> the song every generation. <laughs> <laughs> however long they may last like, this way everyone else in a family there's um one syllable word that rhymes with death <laughs> depending on how far you can get through the song is actually <laughs> quite a feat in itself mm. <laughs> um but yeah so th- i mean that's that's us for now uh and that's the 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 game that mechanics so far episode. what Ooh. um just before Quick we mechanic yep. question how do cloud demons reproduce, Brad? Well, when a mummy cloud demon and a daddy cloud demon love each other very much. But, but we're um, all fluid. There's no genders. I know. Uh, <laughs> I haven't, believe it or not, I haven't put a lot of thought into the reproductive system of, of uh, cumulus. I folk. have. Um, I imagine it would be about sort of like octopuses. Well, um, they they put their um, amorphous stinking acid into their rat box. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and blow really hard. <sighs> uh, let's stop. <laughs> they saved the Skyvy League University gym from rat centaurs and a yellow stinking blob. I wonder what shenanigans they'll get up to before they leave that gymnasium. As all of our listeners know by now, we could not make this show without the love and support from our awesome Patreon supporters. If you want to become one yourself for as little as a dollar a month, make sure you check out patreon.com slash fateofison. Our awesome supporters are Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin and James Blyster from We Love Woe Podcast, Sideshow Joe Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Alfamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kydron Fellows, Lauren Flake, Kydela, Brianna Cavalsic, Kim Elizabeth from The Dice Scott, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nickers from The Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Litkais, Andrea Evans, Emily Holman from The Grow Out of It Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. We also appreciate nice reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser, f- Fogged Up Bathroom Mirrors, wherever you want to say something nice about us, go ahead and do that. 
even just to your friends. Be like, hey, friends, Fate of Ison, it's good. Your friends will be like, don't know what that is, but I'll check it out. Big thanks. And big thanks to you for listening. See you later, everybody. Catch you next time. Season Quest. I'm Charlie. I'm Tom. I'm Lucy. And I'm Troy. We're four graduates of the New Zealand Film School who are making an audio-only D&D podcast. Don't brontosaurus notoriously have, like, no toes? They just have... <laughs> notoriously. <laughs> the one thing you gotta know. Pause the podcast. I gotta kick Tom's ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing that live on air. <laughs> you know what? You can find all that ridiculousness and more at the Season Quest podcast. Available on a bunch of different platforms, like... Transistor, Spotify, Apple Music. I'm gonna get carried away by a pterodactyl. We're gonna have to save you from a pterodactyl. I don't wanna be carried away by a pterodactyl. I don't wanna be a pterodactyl's kid. What do you think they carry things away for? I'm kind of clenching just everything, like really. <laughs> and you can find us on social media at Season Quest Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bungo does sound ogrely confident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's brilliant. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.